From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Oh my gosh, we got to really be efficient this hour. We lost a minute somehow. We're getting uh, started off a minute before we, uh, or a minute after we usually do. Well, exciting, a little bit sleep deprived, but feeling good, obviously. Um, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. If you're a listener of this program, you knew it back on Monday, September 12th. I believe, according to my daytimer, that is the day that Mayor Kane and I made our predictions for the Eagles for the entire season, every single game, and we picked our Super Bowl matchups. I can't say why I knew it, but it did turn out that way, so I guess I did. I said the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, obviously, Cincinnati had beaten Kansas City three straight times by a field goal. Now, Kansas City has defeated Cincinnati by a field goal. Stupid penalty. I I think the game was perhaps you don't know because you can't say what would have happened if something else didn't happen first, but likely or could have gone into overtime, and then, of course, Cincinnati would have had a chance. One of my favorite quotes, and it was was outrageous, actually, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. And you have the Kelsey brothers now in the Super Bowl, so one of them is guaranteed to win uh, a Super Bowl this year. Travis Kelsey said to the mayor of Cincinnati, whose name is Aftab Puraval, leave this to your trained broadcasting specialist but that is his name and he was talking smack all week stupid thing to do look if you want to make a bet you make a bet with the mayor you know of kansas city you do something like that that's all fun that's all good but evidently mayor aftab puraval was speaking a lot of junk all week travis kelsey took to the national airwaves i think it was jim nance was cracking up and said, know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. It was like WWF. I'm not saying WWE. Funny, funny stuff. And Travis Kelsey will be retiring after this season. So how do you, no matter how it goes, end your career in the Super Bowl or your final game being in the Super Bowl is pretty amazing. The only thing I wish, and I think the Eagles came out pretty healthy. I'm forgetting his name for the moment. I could think of it probably in a minute. Number 69, I'm not sure how hurt he was. Looked like either an elbow or a forearm or some kind of of injury. But the Eagles came out of that game, and that was like a body bag game against San Francisco. Hey, look, all you got to do is look at all these games. They're all close except the Eagles are blowing everybody out. I have to believe, I haven't even looked, but I have to believe they will be installed as the favorite, I would think. We'll see. And there's a, obviously there's a lot of storylines that are fun. Andy Reid, 
against the Eagles. Just a lot of pretty neat storylines. But it was, I'll tell you, we, we reassembled the same group that came out for the first playoff game. Everybody, I promised you, everybody sat in the same chairs. We had a wonderful dinner. And now two weeks from yesterday, what is that, uh, Sunday, February 12th, we do it again. And I'll tell you all about it after the weekend, but we have a huge weekend that I'm really looking forward to. The only thing I wish, I wish they never got into this business of having the Super Bowl two weeks later. I don't like it. Now, obviously, it's good. It's good for Mahomes. Two weeks. It's good for Hertz. He's still not 100%, but he was very good yesterday. You got to give Patrick Mahomes credit. He he is big time hurt. And he got it done. And let me say, I'm not displeased. Somebody called him to me, and I'll protect the innocent, how happy they were. Two things they were so happy about. This is a quote that the Philadelphia Eagles won and that jackass Joe Burrow lost. I really believe this, and maybe it's going to be good for him. I think he needed some comeuppance. This loss is probably good. I'm I'm being a bit cathartic here and bringing out Harry Hurley, life coach, into the uh, equation. But and and my friend. George, who every time Burrow, hey, look, he threw a couple of phenomenal passes. The touchdown in particular where the, the only player that could catch it was his guy, and he had a guy in front of him and a guy behind him. And Burrow is very, very good. Uh, I kind of lean towards this esteem, prominent figure who refers to him as jackass Joe Burrow. I never heard that before. I'm just not a fan of Joe Burrow. I don't like the way he carries himself. And you may have picked it up in the pregame package that they did, and it doesn't surprise me because I think this is his character. It's his makeup. There's a cockiness, a conceit at an unhealthy level that's there. He had made a good play, and he came off the field, and this is not something you would ever hear on TV but they do have these boom mics everywhere. So you hear this kind of stuff later, stuff on the field. And he says to one of his players that I own him. I mean, it's just, he he just, he's too new to be this brash. If my friend George is listening right now, he'll text me, it's swag. And I do laugh every time I get that. Like if I say he's conceited and these different things, my friend writes me, it's called swag. You got to put the called in there too. It's called swag. And it really does sort of disarm me and uh, make me laugh and even soften some of the feelings I have about Joe Burrow. I just don't like the guy. And I think, honestly, I think he needs to tone it down. Maybe that will come. He's very young. How old is Joe Burrow? He's got to be like, what, 20, 24 or something? How old is the Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow? Here's what I found. 
All right, so he's 26. I thought he was a little bit younger than that. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 he is. He's 26. There were two confusing things that popped up. He surpassed 7,000 passing yards in just his 26th career game. That's fourth fastest in NFL history. And then I thought, oh, maybe I'm just seeing 26 because of that. But no, he is 26 years old. I thought he was more like 25, maybe, something like that. I mean, it's not a big difference. But one year when you've only been around 25 or so is, is you know, it's all exponential. But I, I'm never happy. I, I just don't – I don't work that way. I'm not happy when someone loses. Uh, some people are. I hear these people that, you know, say these kinds of things. I just don't – I don't live my life that way. But there are a handful of people that I do make exceptions for that I think – the guy needs work. He's a good player. He's a great player. But he's he's a bit messed up. And I'm happy that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, it is the matchup I wanted. Cincinnati, and it could have been, now Cincinnati went on the road and demolished Buffalo. If that game was in Cincinnati, maybe Cincinnati wins. Kansas City got off to a pretty good start. Cincinnati came back. I'm not taking anything away. Joe Burrow is a very good quarterback. If we were, though, picking like you could start your own team right now, Joe Burrow would absolutely not be my choice. I I really, and it's not just because I love the Eagles, which I do. I'd, I'd take Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is young. I think Jalen Hurts, is he now he, maybe he was a little bit older when he got done college, so I think he's also 26. How old is Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts? I found this on the web. Jalen Hurts, oh, he's younger, 24. So I would take Hurts, 24. What was this, his second year as the starter? And he wasn't even the starter for all of the previous year. And he's taken the Eagles to the Super Bowl. 24 years old. Looks like the kind of quarterback, like a Donovan McNabb type, big, and will be durable, I think. Despite the injury right now, that can happen to anybody. I mean, he just got that shoulder smashed into the ground and the weight of the defensive player on top of it. But yeah, I would take I would take Hertz. It's hard to say I would take Brady because Brady maybe has I mean, he can play, I guess, you know, in a, in one sense perhaps for as long as he would want, but he would have to still be at a high level, which he is. I mean, he completed he threw like 700 passes. I think more than that. And completed almost 500 of them. So he didn't have a terrible year. Brady, though, maybe a year, maybe two. Some are saying he's going to retire. I don't I don't see how you blow up your whole life, your family and everything, and then just quit like that. I mean, that would be... He can, though. I mean, he's got this amazing Fox Sports contract that's waiting for him. Enormous numbers. 
So he's, you know, he can do what he wants. But I, I would definitely, I would go, my first pick would be Hertz. My second pick would be Mahomes. I don't, I don't think Joe Burrow would be my third pick. Maybe the Buffalo quarterback. Maybe. He might, though, be like a Dan Marino who I love, don't get me wrong, that puts up great numbers but doesn't win the big game. Still a lot of time to tell on that, but yeah, Joe Burrow, I was pretty pleased at how that turned out last night. We'll be back. Oh, to my stalker. Uh, I said Philly and Kansas City. This, Oh, my God, this guy just uh, poured it on for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I won't hear anything from him now. That's the way they operate. He's been wrong about everything. But rubs just rubs it in every chance. Uh, but I, 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 I'm sure you, I know you're listening right now because you're a stalker. But I know you won't be writing me that th- what the subject should be in your next email is Harry, you were right, or Harry, comma I was wrong. Uh, I sense that's not going to happen though. We'll be back. Fox News commentary. Let's be clear. What happened to Tyree Nichols at the hands of five Memphis officers was wrong, but that does not give anyone the right to assault or attack innocent officers or destroy property. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Seen the body cam footage of the deadly Tyree Nichols traffic stop. You know what's disturbing and what those five Memphis officers did was wrong and not police protocol. They have been swiftly charged with secondary murder and they will be held accountable in the court of law. What they did does not give anyone license to attack innocent officers, riot or destroy property like we saw in a handful of cities over the weekend. Good cops loathe bad cops more than any other group of people. So to attack innocent officers over the offenses of those five Memphis officers is wrong. Furthermore, if you're causing damage and wreaking havoc in a city outside of Memphis, in a state outside of Tennessee, you are not doing it for Tyree. You are doing it because you think you have an excuse to act a fool. Enough. Let the justice system do its work. Leave the streets in peace. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless at Outkick. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Great one. 26 minutes past the hour. On behalf of Chris Coleman and our entire team here at WPG Talk Radio 95.5, we are partnering with Manhattan Bagel, and we want to help set you up for the big game, the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs with a classic New York-style sandwich tray. It's sandwiches, chips, cookies, and more for your entire party of 10. All you have to do, because you can't win if you don't play, enter to win on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Exciting contest. And I hope that you'll be a part of it. Just go to the website 
all the details are there. All right, 26 minutes past the hour. Let me share something with you that I don't understand why an Air Force general would say this out loud, but he did. An Air Force general, forgive me, I don't remember his name, has spoken out loud that a war with China. Have you noticed this has been said now with with some regularity that we're going to go to war with China? Who? who, Who's Chitterelli? Are you out there? Who says that? All I know is this. Biden and the rest of the freaks all said if Trump becomes president, Hillary and all of them, Obama. They all said if Trump becomes president, we're going to be going to war and all this craziness is going to happen. Meanwhile, all Trump did was make all of our enemies fear us. And also reacquaint ourselves with our allies who had been mistreated, because let's let's face it, Obama, Biden coddled to our enemies and mistreated our friends, United Kingdom, Israel, to name a few. So Trump was the one that was going to get us into wars and all kinds of craziness, just like they did to Reagan. Only the exact opposite. Remember, if you if you believe anything that I've ever said to you. In 31 years together. It is that everything they say is a lie and that everything they say, the exact opposite, is the truth. You look since Biden has been president. Afghanistan. I'm absolutely convinced, can't be proven, but I'm absolutely convinced that had Trump been reelected, there would be no war with Russia and Ukraine. Would not have happened. Putin wouldn't have done it. And I also believe there would not be this escalation of war with China. Now, here's what I will tell you, because I've made it my business to look into this. We've done, uh, I don't know what you call them, analysis, mock determinations of how it would turn out. You look at there. I think, to be honest, I think that the Chinese Navy is superior because Obama brought the American Navy to its knees. And China has now the largest navy in the world. When you do the analysis of if we had war, went to war with China, who would win? This is the scary part. In some of the scenarios, we lose. Now, you do understand, if we, if we fight China and lose, we lose America. China would control America. Just when just like when uh, the upstarts beat the most powerful military in the world, the United Kingdom. And look how that flipped that script. And then we were the big dog. But an American Air Force general is saying out loud that within the next two years, It's 2023, my friends. He is saying by 2025, we will be at war with China. How can he say that? But he did. And they've done the different analysis of how it would turn out. And we lose sometimes. We do win in other models, but the casualties are catastrophic. 
just give thought, and it might be the reason why, and, and, and I watched this one NBC just joke, punk, trying to explain, oh, these numbers are terrible, but, you know, just trying to explain it away. In an NBC survey, 71% of the American, uh, the American people believe that we are headed in the wrong direction. I'll tell you a little bit more about that after the break because, you know, at the bottom of every hour for the first three hours of the program, we don't do it in the fourth hour. But for the first three hours, we do this. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And I've had a very busy digital period. I want to try to share five stories with you. Senator Menendez coming to Atlantic City today. Millions of dollars for ACY and the 177th Fighter Wing. A dead whale. We broke the story. Thank you to my source. Spotted 12 miles off the coast of Brigantine two nights ago. It's going to land in Long Beach Island, or it already has, by estimate. A walk down memory lane, the original steel pier. Best cheesesteak sub in the Atlantic City area and 10 great non-casino restaurants in the Atlantic City area. That's five. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. There is a batch of rain passing just south of New Jersey this morning. We could see a stray rain shower or sprinkle lap up in South Jersey at some point. But otherwise, I think clouds will give way to sun by this afternoon. And we are staying mild with a high of 55 this afternoon. Partly cloudy and 38 tonight. Turning colder tomorrow, high of only 40, maybe a spot shower, mostly cloudy and breezy. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Ready to make the home in early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much, and we appreciate the fact that you're tuned to Hurley in the morning. We, um, we are so grateful. We have a wonderful program in store for you. I know that because next hour will be all you, and I can't wait. We'll get your reaction to a lot that has happened since we were last together. It's Every week that's the case. Just so much going on. Then we're going to uh, let you know what we're going to do in the first half of the 8 o'clock hour. In the second half of the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to welcome back. We've interviewed him a number of times over the years, but not recently. Murray Sabrin, who has a brand new book, From Immigrant to Public Intellectual. This is a, a book that was published by Talkers Magazine under their um, company, Talkers Books. And Michael Harrison does the foreword in this great book. We're going to be talking about it with Murray coming up at 835. And I'm, I'm telling you, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm keeping my powder dry on the Philadelphia Eagles until the 9 o'clock hour. Charles Kane was in the house. The place was going bananas. You saw the quarterback. He was the fourth string quarterback. Couldn't hear a thing. They were getting penalty after penalty after penalty. Uh, I'll tell you, it was a great win. Can't wait to talk about it. Let me share with you, uh, this is NBC News. NBC News poll. Joe Biden, in these key qualities, able to handle a crisis, 32% think that he can. Competent and effective, 
31%. Necessary physical and mental health, 28%. And I don't understand, but this is a duplicate. It says able to handle a crisis again, 23%. I don't know why it's in there twice. It must be a typo. Uh, Inflation, since Biden took office, 13.7%. I'm going to tell you something. I went shopping yesterday. Saturday, uh, we were going to do our usual um, have it delivered and the whole service and, and, and that approach. And Margie started calling out these prices. I said, this is ridiculous. So we've been members of a big box store since 1991. And I used to go every single Saturday morning. Without fail. And we stopped doing that during the pandemic. I want to get, if if not every Saturday, every other one, I want to get back into that business because these prices are incredible. I went to a store and it was a convenience type situation. We needed a couple things. This was even after getting a lot on Saturday. I walked down these aisles. I can't believe these prices. It's insane. I mean, literally a chocolate bar that you could have typically gotten when President Trump was in office for 50 cents is two dollars and 67 cents. I committed it to memory two sixty seven. So when they tell you that inflation is six percent or whatever lie they're telling, that's a bunch of crap. And it wasn't just a chocolate bar because I can live without that. But it was just just stunning to see it. 71% in the NBC poll. And you know it means it's worse because they never do Republicans, conservatives, any favors. 71% believe that America is headed in the wrong direction. Here's another story that we've been following. A Rhode Island school. And it's all sketchy. Like who sent the email out? Oh, we took it right down. They want they want you to be faked, faked out. Yeah, my friend, the hero just wrote eight dollars for a dozen eggs. It's it's crazy. It's nuts what's going on. And he's right about that. That's why you need to go to Sam's. Because you can get 18 or even two dozen for less than that. Give me an example. There's a certain cereal that I eat every single day, Monday through Friday. I don't eat it on the weekends. Typically, I have eggs and some other things on the weekend. But there's a cereal that I'm just, I do the same thing every morning. It's a certain cereal. I have 12 ounces or so of V8. And then I just drink, usually in the course of um, a four-hour show, about 23.7 ounces of Poland spring water. And the reason I, I can be that specific is that's how big the bottle is. I know I know that. So that's what I do. I, I pretty much do the same thing. Variety at lunch, variety at dinner, but but just I do the same thing. It's almost like, I don't know, work regimen or something. But a cereal that I eat that you would pay like $8 for a rather small box for $7.50 
you get the big magnum box with two huge bags of that cereal inside for less than one tiny box. I mean, it's it's actually it's going to be the death of any small stores because it's just it's completely unaffordable. So now get a load of this, though. And Hero, thanks for the uh, item that was value added. Dateline, Rhode Island. School sends out an email. We have a student who came to America with, quote unquote, coyote. That's how they say it. With coyote, which is a group that helps people. This group gives you a time frame to make a payment of $5,000 to those who bring them to the states. So they're asking their distribution to come up with $2,000 by tomorrow because by February 1st, they have had had to have paid the $5,000. They're actually sending out communications to pay coyotes. Now, coyotes are not a group that help people. They basically traffic people for immense profit. Some of these coyotes and the people that are just so honorable that they bring here to the country send them money for the rest of their lives. This is how radical our country has become. This is the kinds of things that are going on and worse on a regular basis. So just remember when they tell you how inflation isn't that bad, and I don't even believe this number, but it is the um, the CPI number since Biden took office, 13.7%. Now, I remind you, right before he took office, markets were at an all-time high. Employment was, and I'm sick of hearing them say how low unemployment is. This is all, all lies that we're being told. None of it. None of it is true. You look at what was going on, every single race, creed, you name it, everyone was doing better than they ever had done before. We were energy independent. We were a net oil exporter. We had all we needed and we sent some away. Now look at this. Look at what's going on. Everything is becoming completely unaffordable. The morale in the country is terrible. But we're supposed to believe that Democrats are this good on Election Day. That's why I keep saying Republicans have to up their game in early voting and in vote by mail. Because the midterm election should have been a much, much bigger rebuke of Biden and Democrats. Look at these numbers. Then then what? We're, we're to believe? What do you believe? What they tell you or what your lion eyes and lion ears see and hear? In a Democrat poll, 71% of Americans think we're in the wrong direction, but we're going to keep voting for these same people? I don't think so. So this year is big at home. Next year is so consequential for us and for our country. Let's get in the game. Let's fix the couple of things that are broken 
where Democrats wind up dominating with the early voting and the vote by mail. And I'm telling you, there's no stopping us. We'll take our country back. I know it. I know we can do it. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. Welcome back. 52, almost 53 minutes past the hour. So hour number one flying by. Former Twitter executives are going to be testifying before the House Oversight Committee on the Biden laptop. This is exactly what we were telling you. And there were people that said to me, oh, how do you know they're going to do it? I don't think they will. Oh, they'll win. And then they, they, they'll just, oh, they won't do it. I knew that they would do it. And let's be fair. They are doing it. I think Kevin McCarthy, incidentally, is off to a great start. Um, I'm, I'm a Kevin McCarthy fan. He gave it to a media person uh, so good the other day. He told her, don't you tell me that when I give you an answer that I didn't answer your question. When I give an answer, that's the answer to your question. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. See, they're so out of control. They think if you don't give them an answer that they are satisfied with, that you haven't answered their question. And he gave it to the person. Love it. So for let's be fair now. For those who thought that the Republicans would not bring people in, that they would not be holding Joe Biden and others to account, three former Twitter executives will be appearing next week, February 8th. Yes, believe it or not, we're almost out of January. Fox News was the first to confirm this. The three executives or former executives, I should say, have not been yet named. They will testify regarding Twitter's decisions to censor the New York Post article on Hunter Biden's laptop in the weeks before the 2020 election. And see, that's an incomplete way of putting that because they not only censored that particular column that was written or that that article by Miranda Devine, they not only censored that, they deplatformed the New York Post and anybody that tried to report on the issue, citizen journalists, bloggers, whoever, anybody who tried to report on it, they were shut down. So this will be the first major session of the Oversight Committee under Chairman James Comer, who I think is fantastic. He's from Kentucky. Uh, he is big time engaged in multiple investigations of the Biden family. And I love it when he always remembers to remember because the Democrat media, the fellow Democrats, they all want to say, oh, they're going after Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. James Comer always says this is a Joe Biden scandal. This is a Joe Biden investigation. It's, it's just excellent. Very, very smart. One other item, it's not the end of the world, and it's not breaking my word on holding the Eagles discussion until the 9 o'clock hour. I'm just going to comment on this. Whatever happened to collegiality, civility, any other nice, 
reference term you want to use. The Empire State Building lit up the building green. I think green and white, actually, for the Philadelphia Eagles who are going to the Super Bowl. And people have gone bananas about it. Look, the the, the Jets are out. The Giants are out. They play in New Jersey anyhow. The Eagles, your next door neighbor. I've said this for the longest time. What I've always done in every major you know, sport. I root for my team. And then when my team is out, I root for the conference of my team. If San Francisco had beaten the Eagles... And, oh, my gosh, can you imagine? I don't know when the next time, and maybe the league is going to make it that they play next year or something. They'll force it. Uh, the next time they play, I mean, yesterday, that was that was some nasty stuff going on. Now, I think you have, like, a new, um, I don't want to say hated because I don't hate them, but a new kind of hated rivalry between two teams. I mean, the the Niners were already on their third-string quarterback who had won eight straight games. The Niners were on a 10-game winning streak. And the Eagles just, I mean, let's be honest, demolished them. My friend Bob, if he's listening, I, I love Bob, but he's just too negative. I mean, when the game's going on early, I stopped. Bob, I'm going to admit it to you when we, I hope Bob calls in in the 9 o'clock hour. I stopped responding to his text, too negative. I wrote back one time, it's too, it's early, but it's early. He had did like San Francisco winning, and I didn't think San Francisco was going to win. Look, I was a little bit concerned when it was 7-7, and the Eagles had seemingly outplayed them by so much. But then if you looked at the uh, statistics at that point, it was like 169 yards Total offense for the Eagles and 140-some yards for San Francisco. It was just weird. But then the Eagles just took it, took control. But there was some nasty stuff going on. Like that that, that hit out of bounds of Jalen Hurts, that guy could have, could have ended Hurts' season. That was a nasty, nasty thing. Then how about the guy throwing left uppercuts? To try to punch the ball out. I mean, it was unbelievable. Then you had the WWF body slams. I mean, it was it was crazy. But but that all that crap is going on. But people are upset that the Empire State Building was lit green and white. I'm telling you, and I've been saying it for a while now. We have completely lost our way in this country. Civility, collegiality. I had a conversation with my wife yesterday. I, I told her about somebody that um, I have to deal with, that I can't stand, that I have to deal with the person. And I had a whole conversation with her about that. And I'm just, it's just, we are in, I believe, a very bad place right now. Societal evolution is not going our way right now. Very, very dangerous. 609. 407-1450. The phone lines are open. I hope you'll call me now. 
It's the Hurley in the Morning program. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you very much. This hour is presented by Mayor Charles Kane. With Amory, owners of the Auto Plaza at Galloway Township and Kane's Custom Carts. Even with all this uh, Super Bowl hysteria. And yesterday, we should find we should find some time this morning to talk about Mayor Kane's business, I would think. Uh, very exciting. A friend is in the studio right now. Brought some green and white uh, that he presented to me. It was very, very exciting moment right before airtime. I'll protect the innocent and keep him uh, uh, anonymous. But Mayor Kane was it is crazy at that game as it sounded on television. Mayor, I have to tell you, since good Monday morning to you, I apologize if my uh, voice is a little hoarse. Uh, but uh, it was uh, an amazing time yesterday at the at the link. Um, the crowd was like I've never seen it uh, since the link has opened. Well, when the fourth-string quarterback got into the game before he got knocked out, I mean, it was a body-bag game. I mean, the Eagles' defense was unbelievable. Uh, exactly what I thought was going to happen, they were going to either get penalties for not being able to get the playoff or have to burn timeouts because the quarterback literally, I saw him touching the ear holes of his helmet. Like you, And I was reading lips. you got to say it again. I can't hear it. They couldn't hear their play calling. They couldn't hear anything. It was it was pandemonium in there, wasn't it? It really was, and that was and you know that don't think that that is not intentional. I mean, that is intentional on behalf of the fans. I mean, the, uh, fans, yeah, the mayor, the twelfth man of, on the field. You were the twelfth man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yesterday it was in the rarest form that I've seen it. Um, you know, from the moment you uh, showed up in a parking lot to the moment. Um, you know, you, you uh, entered the stadium. It was just uh, a celebration prior to the game. Uh, fans felt that uh, you know they could they could beat the 49ers at home. We felt that that was our advantage, and um, it just it was electric from the moment uh, again you walked into that stadium until the moment you left. It was uh, just unbelievable to watch, be part of. And- Mayor, when you look at this, the San Francisco 49ers were on a 10-game winning streak. Brock Purdy was on an eight-game winning streak. The New York Giants were on a roll. The Eagles have demolished both of their playoff opponents. All the other games are coming down to the wire, field goal with no time left, including last night on the other side in the AFC. The Eagles have been the only team in the playoffs that are demolishing their opponents. Well, we t- we talked about it last week. I mean, they got healthy at the right time. I mean, the Eagles went into yesterday's game, uh, you know, I, I believe at, at 98%. I mean, they were, um, you know, they, they had all their players back and they were, uh, you know, uh, and, and they executed well. I mean, I have to tell you, you know, of course, listen, we all watched the game and the beginning of the game was, uh, you felt, uh, you know, that there, there was a time when, uh, since, I mean, sorry, 49ers could, uh, make it a, a contest. 
Um, and thank goodness that uh, the Philadelphia stuck with their game plan, and uh, we we all know what happened. I mean, what a what a textbook um, defensive football game, and uh, Philadelphia just uh, showed that they are not the number two defense in the National Football League. They're the number one defense in the National. Well, they football. were the number one defense in the National Football League. Uh, San Francisco is was the number one run defense. So the Eagles were the number one defense, and they still are overall. And the defense, they have certainly turned it up. And I, I, I'll tell you what, even with two weeks off, I have to believe that Mahomes is not going to be as mobile as he typically is. That's going to play into the Eagles' favor. I think they're going to get at him in two weeks like teams have not been able to do before. Well, listen, when you look at the uh, – Hassan Reddick had a, a game and a half yesterday. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. I mean, this team is on a mission, and, and, and um, I don't see any way – I mean, they're, they're obviously formidable opponents. I'd much rather have seen uh, Burroughs uh, and, and have those uh, jitters from, uh, you know, not being in that big game in, in our favor. But – at the end of the day, uh, I believe that Philadelphia is a better team than um, Kansas City, and they're going to prove it in two weeks. I'm going to look up right now the uh, early Super Bowl line, unless you've already done it, Mayor. Two, uh, Philadelphia by two and a half. Yeah, I predicted. I didn't see it myself, and I predicted that the Eagles would be a favorite, and they should be. I mean, with the way they're playing and the way that the AFC teams, you know, there, I mean, there is one thing to be said, though. Uh in fairness, Kansas City was playing Cincinnati, who just took care of uh, Buffalo, who was a very good football team. So on one hand, we can say that the Eagles are winning. And they, they, they could have had another touchdown. I mean, they did the right thing. They did the victory formation and, and did not score the additional seven points. Or I don't know if anybody else picked up on it, but it could have been the exact same score as the Giants game if they wanted to, to rub it in. Uh, when we come back, third man in the broadcast booth, Bob Progner, is going to join us. I want to give Mayor Kane the floor first, though, because I want to ask you, Mayor, we know what we were, the vibe we were getting in our living rooms on hopefully 65 and 70-inch TVs, really taking it all in. But there was an atmosphere that, you know, you hear the term chippy. This wasn't chippy. This was this was like uh, like the Bloods and the Crips. This was like west side story you had this one guy i forget i forget his number this san francisco player threw like four mike tyson left uppercuts and i gotta tell you i i was amazed that eagle would not let go of that ball he was getting the ball punched he was getting his arm punched and then you saw the um the wwf uh body slam i mean i honestly thought it was getting to the point where San Francisco knew they lost and they were just going to start hurting Eagles players like that one uh, 49er did when he overtly pushed Jalen Hurts, who was way out of bounds, slamming him what what could have been a very serious injury. Uh, I want to get your take on how violent that all became, because there's a lot that has to unfold. The, the league is going to be fining a lot of people. Uh, from what was going on in that game yesterday. We'll get your take on that. And then Bob's input as well. It is the Auto Plaza at English Creek. I'm sorry, the Auto Plaza. Forgive me, Mayor, 20-some 20, 20 years. The Auto Plaza at Galloway Township and Kane's Custom Carts. Mayor Kane, yours truly. Early in the morning. 
WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hi, it's Mark Lee and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. It is 19 minutes past the hour. Mayor, I know you have a couple of more observations, and then we'll get Bob in. Mayor, go right ahead. Well, Mayor, as, as we were saying, I said one of the things that I noticed yesterday was um, that, uh, in, especially in big games uh, in, in, in these stadiums and in, in, in certain sections, there's usually a lot of opposing fans. And Philadelphia uh, yesterday, uh, which I expected, fully expected when we got to the game for it to be a heavy mix of 49ers fans and Eagles fans, it was unexpectedly primarily Philadelphia fans. Um, I, it was just a sea of green. And we, we sit where there's a lot of corporate seats around us, and they were filled with Eagles fans. Um, Eagles fans really stepped up and made the commitment to get to that game. And then at the end of the game, something that I haven't seen, and I've been to several championship games there, um, Philadelphia, I mean, the, the entire stadium there, when I tell you the entire stadium stayed uh, the entire time, all the way to the rafters, um, to watch the presentation of the trophies and, um, and uh, uh, experience everything that they possibly could yesterday. It was just an amazing, amazing time for Philadelphia fans uh, yesterday. Well, you know, I always talk about this on your show and on this show about the elite teams that travel well. I think if this game was in San Francisco, there would have been Eagles fans in, in those stands. Is this that all those seats are just commandeered and none were available? I mean, how how do we explain how an elite team like the San Francisco 49ers did not travel well yesterday? Well, I, I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, when, uh, you know, these, these seats went to, uh, you know, Eagles fans had such a passion about being there and, uh, it drove the ticket prices up. Uh, I, I could not believe the, the, the ticket prices that were being, uh, commanded yesterday, but it drove the ticket prices up and, uh, Philadelphia fans just made sure they were sitting in the seats and that, you know, that's, uh, uh, that just shows, I mean, not you got a city that wants it, you got a fan base that wants it, and you certainly, we certainly showed we have an uh, offense and a defense. I also, oh, there's so. no question. I also believe that the Eagles fans now compete with the Kansas City Chiefs fans. You know, I think most people, even a casual observer, would say that, and they used to say it about Seattle, too. That's where they raised the flag, you know, the 12th man. But, uh, and that's an indoor stadium, so that that's even easier like las vegas is is almost inhuman to be in that stadium the the acoustics are they're gonna just cause hearing deficit loss but the um the eagles now compete or exceed the kansas city chiefs and that's a big deal you and i talked about that mayor in advance how important that crowd noise was going to be the fans delivered uh, they did. They did. I, I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, Mayor, when I tell you there's not a single fan that sat from the moment they walked in that stadium until they left. Um, you know, it was standing room. Uh, people, they stayed on their feet and they cheered from the minute that 30 seconds, uh, clock started. They cheered and cheered and cheered until, um, you know, the snap was made. And then they continued cheering until the play was over. And then they cheered because, uh, the, you know, the play was, uh, uh, defeated. So, I mean, it was just, it was a, a great experience. And, uh, I have to tell you, probably the, the, the best game atmosphere wise that i've ever attended at the link i love hearing it uh let's bring bob in and it's living proof that even bob progner is human because i love my friend bob progner deeply 
Uh, but he's very negative during the Eagles games, very negative. So I got to tune out sometimes, Bob, uh, because you got him losing when we're going to win. But I know that's just your uh, just your you want him to win so bad that like you saw San Francisco. I I felt I didn't like that seven seven late in the second quarter. And it was fantastic when the Eagles got two quick scores. But I, I was just confident the Eagles were outplaying San Francisco, and I just knew the game was going to turn around, and it did. Bob, what are your thoughts? Well, look, the the reason I uh, I was upset there, Harry, is we we had a chance to to end the game and bury them pretty quickly in that first quarter. It's true, and, uh, and it didn't happen. And, and there, there were there were three three straight series where the Eagles gained a total of ten yards, so. And, and, you know, again, we're dealing with probably the best defense we're going to see all year long. So give the 49ers a ton of credit. My, my feeling about Jalen Hurts in this game was that he, he was either really off or his shoulder. And I think his shoulder. I think the explanation is his shoulder. Oh, yeah, because before the shoulder injury, he was pinpoint precision like Joe Burrow's. I mean, the ball went where he wanted it. What I saw happening was a little bit like Donovan McNabb that he would do once in a while. Uh, if he if he started overthrowing, then the next thing you know, the next balls are going to be down at the feet. The Eagles receivers made some phenomenal catches. Now, let's go back to a play. You never know in a game something that can change everything. The catch that was not a catch, but the but uh, Devontae sold it so well that everybody just thought he caught it, and it looked like he caught it. I can't believe they didn't take a closer look at that and challenge it, but the Eagles did get back on the line really quick. And the other thing he did, he took his two fists, and he just was crushing them together as he got up, just showing, like, I made this catch. Like, there's no doubt. Now, you know, and I said this to our company last night, the player knows he didn't make the catch. They're so attuned to their body, the ball, the ground. And then they had the one angle where that ball, and that was a first down. That would have been San Francisco taking over possession. That led to seven points, which led to the Eagles' lead that they never surrendered. And you never know. If that didn't happen, you never know. It could have been a completely different game. To- totally well, correct. Now, I- Mayor? Bob said totally correct. Mayor's ready to uh, to stomp on it. I, I I don't agree with that. I mean, I think listen, any any game can can change the momentum of the game. That game wasn't going to heads up, great heads up play. I mean, way to get you know you. We, we couldn't see it because it was on the sideline very close to us, and you lose that view yeah. at the edge of the sideline because of where the players are standing. Yeah, Mayor, there was only one angle, and the camera got it, where you, you could tell it was not a catch. It looked like it was a catch. I thought it was a catch. And it turns out it was not a catch, but they didn't challenge it, and the Eagles go on to score the touchdown. The reason I bring it up is San Francisco deferred, so they were going to get the ball to start the second quarter. If the Eagles don't score... And then they have those three straight. I think they got ten plays off in three possess in three possessions. I'm just saying it could have been different. Then you don't know because the order of events could have changed. And then perhaps uh, the um, Brock Purdy doesn't go down. I saw that hit, and I think it was my son who said he might he might be done. 
because that was violent. If you if anybody that, that knows anything about these kinds of injuries, if you are going full throttle and somebody comes in and stops that, it snapped him one way, then he snapped the other way, and uh, then he was done. You never know. Well, that. So look, that 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 hit by I mean Reddick was the player of the game yesterday, um, no doubt about it. I mean the Eagles, Eagles took out. I was just listening. No, we we were here. The Eagles took out the third and fourth string quarterbacks because the first two were already gone. I mean that's that's unbelievable. Oh, you know, well, you had. And I, I have to tell you, Bob. There, um, the crowd uh, really got into that situation when um, uh, Brock got taken out of the game. Uh, the, the fans ch- started chanting uh, his name over and over again when they brought him into the tent. I can only imagine the pressure on this young man hearing his name chanted by tens of thousands of fans while he's in the tent um, being attended to uh, because he was just taken out of the game. And and probably not even able to feel his hand. I think that's the whole reason he couldn't throw. His hand, you know, the stinger, whatever you want to call it, his hand was completely numb, I think. So that when they brought him back, because I forget number 17's name, but when the fourth-string quarterback uh, got, got taken out by the Eagles, they bring him back in, and then you know basically he did throw the ball one time, uh, but he you knew he was going to hand off. So the Eagles knew they were defending only the run. I was it was a I mean it was a truly it was an Eagles you know just phenomenon of 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 a great performance overall. I think especially the defense, the offense. I think Bob thinks was terrible. I think the offense was good enough. They did put up thirty one points. Uh, and it could have been 38 if they needed it. It was right there. They first down and inside the 10 at the end of the game. Uh, it could have been two straight games, 38 to 7. Uh, so I think the offense was fine. I, I do admit, though, that Hertz was off. I mean, he, you know, he, he had A.J. Brown wide open. That would have been a touchdown. And he, he was off. You know, he was overthrowing and he was underthrowing. Uh, but in any event, and then he used his legs when he needed to. So he was judicious and cautious about that, but he did, he did use his legs. But that was um, defensively. I mean, they they just they demolished San Francisco. I don't even know Bosa's hurt. I guarantee you. I wouldn't even be surprised if he needs surgery. Uh, the quarterback Brock Purdy. Do you think he's going to rehab, or do you think he needs surgery? Apparently, he, he's got what, what they might be a Tommy John type injury. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, that could really be, really be, you know, oh. you're out of year. Yeah. You know? He's getting an MRI today. Wow. They're not 100%. But, but, you know, as I said, you know, we've got a game changer in, in, in Reddick. Uh, Hassan Reddick is, is an absolute game wrecker. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been rough on, on Howie Roseman through the years, but I'll tell you, he was an absolute genius this year that he put together, <clears throat> together the best roster in football. And, you know, that's why we're slight, slight favored over, over the Chiefs. You know, I think both, both the Chiefs and Eagles have quarterbacks that are, that are hurt. I, I don't think either one's a hundred percent, and I think, I think Mahomes, I, I think he re-injured that that ankle. I, I, I mean, oh, you saw it, all, all, Bob. You're yeah. right. You saw it. it yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Hold on. Let's get the uh, break in. We'll be right back. 31 minutes past the hour. It's Mayor Charles Kane. It's the Auto Plaza at Galloway Township and Kane's Custom Carts with Bob Progner and yours truly, Hurley in the Morning. We're talking Eagles. Uh, let's talk a little. If there's any more about the game you want to talk about, guys, the time is yours. Mayor, certainly the time is especially yours because it is your time. Uh, and let's talk about next week. Uh, I or two weeks. I wish it was next week. But I guess Hertz could use the two weeks. Mahomes can certainly use the two weeks. But I still think high ankle sprains do not go away. You got to um, figure he's in worse shape now than he was after last week because he had it for the full game and then aggravated it on that play when he when he had to roll out left. Eagles should make take a mental note of that. Push that whenever you can to force him to go left because he 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 can't help but bust himself up if you do that and i think two weeks is nowhere near enough time where i think one aggravating thing and he'll be doing what but you, you got to give mahomes credit the man's a gamer i think most people with that injury would not be playing he is uh he's able to just put his competitive desire ahead of the pain and then you have to wonder i mean I haven't heard anybody definitively say this. Leader Coleman just walked by. I saluted him. I should, right? Uh, he deserves it. And what I'm thinking is that does he have an injury that he can't make worse? You know how they say sometimes you can't make it any worse. It's just going to hurt like hell. And if you can handle the pain, you can you can get, you know try to make it a go. Or can he really mess himself up? A lot to talk about next with Charles and with Bob. Hey, it's Brian Kilmeade, and coming up on Monday's edition of the Brian Kilmeade Show, New York Times bestselling author John Cribb will be here to tell the story of Abraham Lincoln's incredible journey from log cabin to the White House. Plus, Brett Baer will bring us inside politics like nobody else, including the Republican internal war. All coming up on the Brian Kilmeade Show. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You know what I just thought of? And uh, my friend Eric, who's a great guest listener of this program on top of being a great friend, I just realized, see, I'm not the, I'm not the kind of person, I, I don't rub it in. Like, I don't text him, look at this now. Um, I won four pizzas last week, and I just won two pizzas yesterday. I had the Eagles and the Chiefs. Eric had the Niners and Cincinnati. This is a pizza demolition derby. Six pizzas. Oh my gosh. And speaking of pizzas, how about those pizzas uh, that my son made that I just sent to you, Mayor? <laughs> Nothing like it, Mayor. And I, I love the fact that you can experiment and put on whatever you want. Well, he's got, I didn't send you, I didn't send you the picture of the oven uh, or because it was so easy, just go. My phone has fifty, like sixty thousand pictures. So I just put pizzas, and I went to the, the most recent one. So I was able to send you the five pizzas that he made. But I'd like to send you a picture, and I will next break of the Uni O O N I, the Uni pizza oven that cooks those pies at more than seven hundred degrees, Mayor. And I know I'm speaking to an accomplished chef in Mayor Charles Kane. You know all about high heat. Uh, there's, listen, there's no better cooking source. I mean, it's got to be high heat. Whenever you're cooking proteins or cooking something, especially like those pizzas, and those uni ovens are probably one of the greatest uh, 
uh, additions to your home uh, kitchen that you can get right now. I mean, they're 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 amazing. And uh, like I said, you can. The nice thing about it is you can put whatever you want on them, and if you make a mistake, you throw it in the trash and you start over again. It's true. So it's true. He made he made five pizzas last week, and now we're going to have a pizza party on Super Bowl Sunday. The same, you know, my superstition, Mayor. All the same people came back for yesterday, and all the same people are coming back for the Super Bowl, and they're all sitting in the same seats. So, Mayor, I just want to give you an idea of how far we're willing to go for the Philadelphia Eagles. My my son's the same way. We had to eat the same thing yesterday. We had to do everything exactly the same way. Couldn't change anything because of his superstitions, and he wants to, you know, he wanted to make sure the Eagles had every opportunity to win. I'm not a superstitious person, so, uh, but uh, I went along with it because that's what his wishes were. Let me tell you what I, what else I did. I have a Nick Foles jersey. It's an authentic, like, NFL jersey, the real McCoy. I have a real McCoy that I've worn for years, uh, Donovan McNabb, number five, of course. And I just decided, I said, what am I doing? I, I need a Jalen Hurts authentic jersey. So I got so lucky. Uh, Fanatics.com and some of these other places where the Eagles and the NFL, I, I don't like the, the Bobo stuff. I want, I want the nice stitching, the name for real, not just like iron on crap. I want the real deal. So you got to pay for it. Uh, but I, I, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't mind that at all. I placed an order yesterday morning. I got my size. It's arriving tomorrow. Uh, I will have number one. Jalen Hurts jersey. See, another thing I do also is I wear my Eagles jersey on the Friday before the game. So I'm here in the studio with that jersey on. That's tradition. I've done that for my entire career. Of course, I will be doing it uh, not this Friday, but next Friday. Ooh, I just thought of something. I'm going to have to do it on Thursday. I'm not going to be here next Friday. I'll explain to everybody when I get back on Monday, why I wasn't here on this Friday. Uh, well, there's going to be a deviation to the plan. So I'll, I'll do it Thursday. That's all I can do, Mayor. I'm doing my best. Bob Progner, Eagles Chiefs, how do you like the matchup? Well, right now I like the Eagles. I think uh, Mahomes is, is is clearly, clearly not himself. Uh, it's going to be a fight. They're not going to lay down, especially Mahomes. Uh but we just have the best roster by far. And yeah. uh, our, our defensive line uh, with a hobbled Mahomes, uh, you know, I, look, nobody wants to see people get hurt, but that's the job of a, of a defensive lineman. It's let, not- let me ask you your thoughts. You saw what you saw last night, and he definitely re-injured. But in two weeks, I mean, could it be a very, very different scenario? Well, that's a long-term injury, Harry. That's not a two- or three-week uh, injury that you recover from. That's and any not- re-aggravated it big time last night. You just know it. I, I don't say that with any knowledge you know, of being a doctor, but just having to be out there at that elite level. And you saw on that play where he rolled out to the left, he had to, and he did make the completion. But he came up hobbled and and hopping off of that foot every time it touched the ground. He got it off the ground as quick as he could. So I imagine he'll feel a lot better. He's going to get, obviously, world-class care and treatment for two weeks. And he'll feel a lot better. But then the then the issue is you got to go out there and you're going to re-aggravate it because there's no way to avoid it, right? 
exactly, exactly. Hey, just, just want a quick recommendation. If anybody's flying out to, to Phoenix, okay, for, for the Super Bowl, you talked about pizza. The Netflix did a, a program on Bianco, which is supposedly the best pizza restaurant in the world. Wow. And, I mean, you and a football and pizza, they sure go together, don't they? So, Oh, they do. Yeah. No doubt about it. Appreciate that recommendation. Gosh, I wonder what those tickets are going to go for. Mayor, you were just talking about you never saw the prices of Eagles tickets uh, the way that they were. What will these Super Bowl ticket prices be? I mean, absurd, right? You're, you're looking at right now, Mayor, I'm, unfortunately, I'm extremely well-versed on this. You're looking at a minimum minimum uh $5,000 for a Super Bowl ticket. And is that a gar- uh, is that a garbage is that a garbage seat? That's for nosebleed. I mean, but you know, again, you're at the Super Bowl, so but I mean, yes, that's for that's they're they're right now as of last night after the game, I think around 10 o'clock last night, the average ticket was um $6,628. Uh I'm sorry, the average ticket was over 10 grand. Uh the the cheapest was uh 50 some odd 100 dollars and the most expensive was 46,000. All right, so let me just throw this out onto the floor and just see my my two esteemed guests tastes and this kind of thing. My answer is uh I don't even have to think about it. Now, if you told me I was going to be in some amazing seat, that's another story. But if I'm paying 5 to 10,000 dollars a ticket, and you don't go by yourself, so let's double everything. Hotel rooms will be out of sight. Your air travel is going to be very expensive. Uh, so I don't know. That's probably going to be as much as the ticket. Maybe, maybe depending on which, if you got fifty five hundred or ten thousand uh, dollar type ticket, you're going to be in a crappy ass seat up in the nosebleed. Would you and I, I know what you just said. You said, but you're at the Super Bowl. Would you rather be in the nosebleed where you can't see anything? Because you are there, you can hear, uh, but you're so far removed. Or would you rather watch it at home in a, with a 70 inch TV screen? Uh, Mayor, I have to. That's a great question. And, and you know, and, I, and by I, the way, keep the 25K. Yeah, well, that not that notwithstanding, um, you know, at the end of the day, the atmosphere. I mean, that, that's an event in itself. I mean, you know, we all know where your favorite place is, and uh, and you know, you go there, and 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 that transports you. That that's the same thing for many Eagles fans that make that trek every single Sunday uh, to the link. See now, uh, now, Mayor, you got me. That's that's a, that you pinned me. One, two, three. The ref just called the match because that is a five figure affair every time we do it. So. You you um you win on that. So that is the difference. If you want to be there, see for me, I love. I'm an old official at heart. I love. I see the game so well when I can see it up close. If I'm so far away, now hockey is a sport where you can be higher up, and it really is a very. Int- I've done it before. I've had great low seats, and I've been up high, and it's amazing how you can see plays develop in different things. But in football, if I was up in the nosebleeds, I just choose being at home. But you, it was very compelling what you just did, Mayor. Well, it, it is. I mean, I mean that's that's part of the the experience. But I will say, with that being said, when you make that decision to do what you do, 
you know, you could go uh, with just yourself and your spouse, and it's, it would be very reasonable. You make the choice to bring family to make it the event the way you want it to be, yeah. and that's what drives your cost up. This is this is the cost for one person. You're you're looking at a and and unless you can somehow piece it together yourself, buying the ticket somewhere and, and making your own accommodations, uh, the packages right now, the cheapest package is uh, $10,000 um, through the Eagles website uh, to get a ticket, get to the stadium. And you're looking at accommodations. I mean, you're going to spend, you know, $800 a night for a little Quinta. I mean, so it's, um, <laughs> but, but again, you're part of that atmosphere. And um, so mayor, you would, you would take the worst seat in the house because you are at the actual Super Bowl, correct? When, when in in Jacksonville, Mayor, I was three seats from the top of the stadium, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. So, um, you know, I mean, that's 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 the difference. Are but, you are you going to Phoenix, Arizona? Are you going? Uh, the Eagles lottery, you know, I think, I think, you know, uh, three years ago, we were very fortunate. Um, uh, we got picked, our t- season tickets got picked. Um, and I don't think we'll be that as fortunate this year. At that point, you get them at face value, which at the time was right around 1200 bucks. Um, and, uh, you know, you get to travel with the, uh, the, the, the team's preferred traveler. And it's just, it's a nice, it's a nice experience this year. It, it, it's a tough nut to swallow, Mayor. I mean, it's it's a lot of money, um, and uh, you know, you're you you may win out on this bet because uh, it's a lot of money to travel across the country, and um, we'll see. But you could still make the lottery, or you're just figuring the odds are not in your favor, right? We'll we'll know today. I mean, being picked uh, for the uh, when we beat Minnesota for, uh, for the for the lottery and getting Super Bowl tickets, you know, the chances of getting them. Three years later, four years later, whatever it is, uh, you know, Five. I don't think it's high, but we'll still we'll still wait. All right. Well, we wish you well. We'll, we'll keep happy thoughts about that. Bob, would you take the worst seat in the house and be at the Super Bowl, or would you rather, under those circumstances, watch it in the comfort of your own home or anywhere else you could go to? Well, that's a great question, Harry. You know, with the, these new TVs, man, it's it's hard to. Uh, to pick the uh, the nosebleed section over over what you can see with these new TVs. I mean, at uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, look, if Bob, it, my my family is like in amazement because I make the calls before the before the official does. You don't miss anything. You see everything. Oh, oh. No, I mean, uh, look, if the game were in, in Tampa or Miami, uh, I think I'd, I'd probably go because it's so convenient to where I live in the winter here, but. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I love football. I'm an Eagle fanatic, but I, I think I'm going to stay home. All right, let's get the final break in, and we'll have one more power segment straight ahead. And this hour is powered by Mayor Charles Kane, Amory Kane, the Auto Plaza at Galloway Township, and Kane's Custom Carts. This portion of early in the morning, very pleased to tell you, there's a, a very, very neat thing that I'm going to have the privilege to be telling you about. You have the opportunity, and it started today. We've been promoting this all morning long. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and Manhattan Bagel wants you to set up for the big game with a classic New York Deli-style sandwich tray. That's right. It's sandwiches, chips, cookies, and more for your party of 10. The only way, though, is to participate. Enter to win right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. We'll be right back with Mayor Charles Kane and Bob Progner, yours truly.
Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Inflation is nothing more than a legal form of theft. Because with every new round of money printing, the value of your 401k or IRA is decreased through the dilution of the money supply. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and while you still can, I highly recommend you consider physical gold for your retirement account. Why? Because gold provides real wealth preservation that can withstand anything. Even better, with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, you pay no penalties or taxes when you transfer your current retirement funds. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898. And my friends from Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit on gold IRAs right now. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, guys, because this is an honorable man that we're going to be bringing into the fold. Uh, I knew we'd hear from him because he's just that that kind of guy. You know, some guys, you bet a pizza and you never hear from him again. Uh, Eric's not one of those guys. Eric, you are on with both Bob and with uh, Mayor Kane. Of course, yours truly, early in the morning. I, I have to say, this is... Um, this is a rarefied uh, circumstance that we had happen here, my friend. Thank you for letting me join you guys. Hey, Bob. Hey, Mayor Kane. How you guys doing? I'll tell you what. You should be called the goat now for winning pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. And hey, you two. Talk about not rubbing in. I text him during your conversation. Maybe Brady will go to San Fran. And then I get back, I won six pizzas, so talk about rubbing it in. And I'm looking at my text, and I'm going, oh, i got to call in and say hello to you guys. Well, I just this realized that I won six pizzas. That's why I said it. I well, didn't think about you, it. Well, I, you, you should have known. You had, Listen, Mary and my wife took Chiefs Eagles at the casino, which I had them in a parlay, which was good. And uh, I had Eagles in the over on another bet. But that went down. didn't matter. Anyway, he wants some money. But I will be calling you. I, I got to have the pick for uh, for the Super Bowl since I'm down six. It's going, well, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, you can have the pick. Who do you want? Uh, I'm going to take the birds. But I don't want to jinx the birds because I'm down with you, you know, but I'm taking the birds. Yeah. That's At least could, I'll be down five. If, you might have just put the horns it, it, on just the so eagles, got, but I understand why you did it. No. <laughs> well, we helped that one guy win the call, then he won 50 bucks. He's happy, but, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. You know, you guys, the one year that I uh, that he won five pizzas off me, when I walked into Capri Pizza and I talked to Rocco and, he, and I went, yeah, he beat me again. I'm down five pizzas. Rock goes, I go, how much for five pizzas? He goes, give me 50 bucks. I went, oh, good. I was relieved. He's the best. Don't cost $10 a bit. Nah, he's so, the best. Listen, love you, Harry. It was great. Back you at know, you. Since he could have been in that game, if that defensive lineman hadn't shoved the Chiefs, uh, shoved Mahomes off out of bounds, you know? We said that. It caused a penalty. It, oh, caused it, it. it was terrible. Uh, it was, a, and Mayor Kane commented on it as well. It was a terrible play for a professional to make. Uh, he's way out of bounds. They're not in field goal range. Time is running out. 
They would have had to make another play to get into field goal range, and you go and you give them 15 yards like that. That was um, that was determinative game-ending play right there. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Listen, always. Play, I'll let you guys listen. I don't want to take up any more of his time. By the, by the way, you understand. I want to go from six to five because I want the Eagles to win in the best way. I We're going to both be rooting. We're both. Yes. Rooting. I'm going to be rooting for the birds with you. You got uh, it. Absolutely. All right. See you, absolutely, my friend. Bro. You got it. See ya. Take care. You know what could be cool? I could get my cake and eat it, too. This could be rather amazing. The um, the Eagles, now the Eagles are the favorites, so there's no way to, to I, yeah, in a way, yeah, if the Eagles won by, like, one or two points, the Eagles would win the Super Bowl, and I would win a seven-for-seven seven epic pizza bonanza. Guys, I could do both. That's a tough one, Harry. Yeah, I don't want it to be like that, though. I want it to be like these last two games where you you pretty much know at an early point that it's over. No. Can I say, though, and, and I, I see what you guys say about this, and all of my family said the same thing. And you know how much we love the Eagles and we wanted the Eagles to win. I felt terrible for Brock Purdy. You got this like um, amazing Cinderella story, eight wins in a row, Last pick in the draft, playing great, and gets knocked out like that early. I, I just, I wish that didn't happen. I'm happy the Eagles won, but we all felt bad for Brock Purdy. Yeah, it was just, you know, San Francisco was down to their fourth uh, string quarterback, then they even lost him. So, I know. Was, I mean, you have McCaffrey like, playing quarterback there for a second in the Wildcat thing. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I mean, no. they lost their first two no. quarterbacks, and they lost their third and fourth string quarterbacks. And I'm telling you, I think Bosa uh, has an injury too. That that was a body bag game for Sandy uh, for San Francisco. Yeah, yeah sure was. Mayor, um, you, I, I want to. You, you say that, and go ahead, go ahead, Mayor. I, I have to, I have to bring this up because you, you, you just, you just said something. You said body bag. You said the word body bag. And we were talking earlier about the fan experience and, and Philadelphia fans, you gotta love their passion. You, 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 the things that I hear being, uh, hurled from the stands, good and bad, um, you know, never seem to, uh, uh, surprise me at, at, at these games. But yesterday, the body bag chant came up over and over again. Um, when Brock Purdy went into the tent, um, they started chanting body bags, body bags, because they realized that this game was going to be so physical. You had to get in their heads, first of all. Um, and, uh, and second of all, um, you know, they wanted, they wanted Philadelphia, the Philadelphia uh, players to understand that this team wanted to see passion on the yeah. field. Well, they got and, it. Uh, the fans wanted to see passion on the field and wanted us, and they got it exactly. But, what, Mayor? What? We're down in three minutes, but I want to get this in, give you an opportunity because you were in the crowd. When that crowd, not the crowd, when that game went berserk and you had the, the guy throwing Tyson uppercut lefts, you had the WWF body slam. Uh, the player ejection. I'm still not sure why the Eagle got ejected. I thought he got body slammed, but um, I guess it was just one of those, you know, they both were doing it. And and I, I will say they were legitimate, but that had to be one of the most frustrating things for Kyle Shanahan and for, for all San Francisco players, fans alike. Every call seemed to go the Eagles way. I mean, it had to be maddening. That. 
Yes, that back that backfired on them big time. Um, you know, of course, that's frustration sitting in. You know, we started the tick. I, you know, I think I told you years ago we were banned from TikTok chant. As the time starts to run down, you start chanting TikTok to the uh, opposing team because we're right behind the bench. And you know, you listen, you get a couple thousand people shouting TikTok, you realize that the clock's running down. Yep. Um, and I think that that's what happened. They they realized, look, this is you're never going to come back three touchdowns against this Eagles defense, and and you know the frustration level set in. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's a shame because they're a great team. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy's a great quarterback. He's going to spend a lot of years in this league doing great things. Um, you know, but Philadelphia was the better team. Right. And uh, story- I, I don't think there's any question about that. And regarding Purdy, though, if it's this injury that you talked about earlier, Mayor, uh, and he's out for a full year, um, you know, he, he, I'm not saying his window is closed, but obviously Garoppolo is going to be back. And he's going to take the team back at that point. I don't know what they would have done if Purdy didn't get hurt. It'd be hard. It'd be like Tom Brady and and uh, Drew Bledsoe. I mean, Bledsoe was an all-star quarterback, and Brady took the team, and, and they never put Bledsoe back in, who then went on to Dallas. Eric sent me a cool stat, which I never knew. Purdy beat Hurts by one point, their teams, when Purdy was the quarterback for Iowa. Didn't know that. Did you? That, that's incorrect, Harry. Uh, oh, there you go. Purdy by, by one. Okay. Sorry, Eric. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. All right. He had it uh, the opposite way. 30 seconds. We got to go. Closing comment, Bob. Well, just real quick. Cincinnati, I think, got really, really hosed by the officiating. Uh, that that On that punt return, that was a blatant clip. Well, by the way, why did they let them get uh, – why did they do a play all over again? They, the officiating they just, was hard. It, it was like a fake redo. I agree with you on that. Cincinnati got jobbed. They really did. San Francisco thinks they got jobbed too, though. I can promise you and, that. And that, that. That official that flew through that roughing penalty, you don't decide a game yeah. based on, on a play like that because you know what? That, well, you're talking about when the guy pushed Mahomes out of bounds? He couldn't stop his movement. He's, no, no, I totally disagree. I wish we had more time. He, that was totally a legitimate penalty. That was, that was. I, I, I think that was the, the call. I think you got to make it. Officials are told. I mean, I know what you're saying. You, 